Welcome to What's Next, Hornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Hi, this is Tim Venable of Coronet Global. Joining me for this edition of What's Next is Monique Arkestein, Assistant Professor of Real Estate Management at Delft University of Technology. Monique, thanks for being here. Tim, it's great to be here. I'm really uh, glad for your invitation. And congratulations, uh, by the way, on publication of your PhD dissertation, Corporate Real Estate Alignment, a Preference-Based Design and Decision Approach. That important topic, of course, is uh, precisely what we're here to talk about today. So thanks for joining us here on What's Next. In your research, Monique, you confronted this question. How do you know if corporate real estate adds value? In our profession, value traditionally has been thought of in relatively narrow, often financial terms, something objective which can be readily quantified. But you make the case that not only can we attach value to more subjective things, such as preference and quality, we can make them more measurable too. And in doing so, you've created a new way of measuring alignment that considers a much broader, more holistic view of what constitutes value. Uh, your thoughts on that, please. And that is correct, Tim. Uh, conceptually, we argue and have empirical evidence already for a longer time that corporate real estate adds value to organizations. That's why organizations invest in, for instance, sustainability, image, well-being, or experience, because they are convinced that it adds value to their organizations. However, I've mostly heard many corporate real estate managers say that they want to measure this value, this so-called added value. And next to the CRE strategies like decreasing cost, which of course can measure financially, they have a lot of qualitative strategies as well, like increasing employee satisfaction, for instance. However, in decision-making, of course, mostly numerous measures, financial, qualitative and quantitative ones, like location, access to facility and square meters, are used. They're all used next to each other and not integrated in one single objective measure. That was why I thought a new approach was needed. So I made it measurable by defining value and preference as technical equivalent, and that made it possible to make it measurable. Okay, fantastic. And so in your in your work, you're not saying that this new approach is the only way to measure alignment or, or necessarily the best way, but rather an additional perspective that CRE leaders can consider in creating their own strategies for aligning with the business. So in that regard, are there any natural allies or partners within the corporation that corporate real estate can turn to for support in creating this broader view of value? Um, yes, like alignment is a super multifaceted word. Yeah, it means many things. And I've researched it this a lot with Chris Haywood from the University of Melbourne. And we saw that alignment was often viewed as either a plan, a process, a strategic behavior, or a state. And in that sense, my approach is additional. It especially looks at the state, at the state of what you have approached with your alignment. So that's why I wanted to measure it and be able to de determine the optimal added value. 
So in that sense, you could say that my natural allies within the corporation are departments that strive for more qualitative values, like the HR department, but also the CRE department, if they want to build a certain image for the organizations or really want to support their employees. And secondly, you could say that natural allies are also those in the organization that favor a transparent approach. Okay, great. That makes perfect sense. Now, Monique, the word preference you mentioned already, that comes through clearly in terms of its significance in your work. And in fact, you've created something new, a preference-based approach to strategy. Why is that such a novel or new approach? Well, it's, I would say it's new for two reasons. Value is measured integrally and thereby you're able to indisputably determine which of the alternatives that you're designing has the most value or adds the most value. And this was not possible beforehand because as I already said that in many of these stakeholder approaches, many measurements are used. So always still interpretation was needed to determine the best alternative or when the shareholder approach was used and only financial measures were taken into account, certain other aspects which cannot be monetized were left out of the decision. So the value of the alternatives now is expressed in an overall preference score, being able to choose the best design, but at the same time, all stakeholders are integrated in the whole process and always can see how a specific alternative scores on each specific criterion that they have set. So I see this preference score as an interwoven, integrated thread of all the different aspects. And secondly, it's new because how alternatives are made in strategy are often a black box. So we say they need to be made or we have a choice from three set strategies. But if they are made, we do not know how they were. And I've used all kinds of concepts from design thinking, uh, enable stakeholders to gather design alternatives. And that is also something new. Great. Okay. Now. The aim of your research was to obviously enhance corporate real estate alignment by improving CRE decision making in such a way that leaders can determine the added value of a particular CRE strategy rather quickly. And um, in addition, iteratively create numerous alternative real estate portfolios. Not only does this approach incorporate this broader, more holistic view of value, it also supports the corporate imperative for greater agility, uh, does it not? Well, I would say that's true in a certain way for strategic decisions like building a new headquarters in EMEA, for instance, in a certain location. That is true that many alternative portfolios can be made quickly and iteratively. But once you've made the decision and you've moved into this location, of course, you cannot change it overnight. So maybe on the strategic decisions, agility after implemented Implementing it is not so high, but I can imagine that on a tactical level that this approach supports really greater agility. Exactly. That makes that makes perfect sense. Now, Monique, in your work, you referenced the following statement by another author who said this strategy has to come out of a creative process conducted by thoughtful people. That's a great quote. So my question for you here as we uh, begin to wrap up, how can corporate real estate leaders best take that principle and implement or operationalize it? Who needs to be at the table? 
Uh, yes, that's correct. The quote is from Henry Minsberg and his co-authors. And I would say that it's always a people's business. So on the one hand, it's important to include all stakeholder groups within the organization at the table, or at least representatives, of course, of these stakeholder groups. And on the other hand, I think it's important to create a culture in which open and transparent communication and creativity is possible. But in the future, I can imagine that this POS approach can also be used in a nested way, supporting various teams in the organization and link these together. So you would create not only one table at the C-suite level, but you would create all kinds of various table on all different levels. Exactly. All right. That's a great concept and one that I think makes, uh, makes perfect sense. Absolutely. So this is great, uh, Monique. Do you have any final thoughts about all this as we conclude? Well, I thought it may be nice to say that in the Netherlands, there's a famous poet, Luce Bear, and he stated that everything of value is defenseless. And although, of course, I agree that nothing lasts forever, we can still make those things that we value defensible in the here and now. So my dedication in research and for organizations is to make value defensible. Well, that's a great thought. Yes, that's a great thought. So thank you for that. And, you know, overall, thank you very much, Monique, for sharing these insights with us and speaking with here uh, on this edition of What's Next. It's great to get your thoughts on this really important topic of corporate real estate alignment. Thank you very much, Tim. It was an honor to be here. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.